0: Thanks for downloading today's episode. It's Friday, November the 20th. These are the big stories going on in Kent today, and we hope you don't mind. But with just over a month to go, we're going to be talking Christmas first up, because there's a pretty big debate going on right now as to whether restrictions should be lifted so we can spend time with family and friends. Scientists have warned that if they are, we'll face having to go into another lockdown in January. So would you prefer a more muted festive season and hope things start to get back to normal in the new year? Would you rather see family and then go back into lockdown afterwards? Well, first, let's hear from Dr Julian Spinks, who is a GP in Stroud.
1: Christmas is a problem. And that's because it's said that to be able to relax for a day, we might have to do five extra days of lockdown. It really shows what an enormous effect one day of relaxing the rules can have. However, I'm very much aware that whether you're religious or not, it is a major festival in the UK. It's a time when families come together. Um, and also for the economy, the enormous amount of stuff that's bought around that time is important. So the government's trying to split the difference. I do feel it's unlikely we can have what I would call a completely normal Christmas. It's likely we'll have to accept some sort of restriction. And uh, from my point of view, with my family, I've decided that it's better to have a celebration later in the year, possibly for Easter, um, rather than try and bring everyone around the country back together. But that's for individual families.
0: Govinda Sande is from Cohesion Plus in Gravesend. You might remember we heard from him in the podcast last week, as he wasn't able to see his parents for Diwali.
1: It's a difficult one, isn't it? Christmas is a time for families to come together. And me, like millions of others, you know, we're looking forward to getting together with family especially after a difficult year we've had um but on the other side obviously listening to the scientists and saying you know if they do ease lockdown there's a worry of then having an extend extended lockdown in january so it, it's it's a difficult one and i think you know the primary aim surely has got to be around kind of public health and you know i mean that you know if it means This year, you know, that Christmas isn't going to be the same as previous years. It may be something that we might have to accept reluctantly, but it may be something we may have to, you know, because bottom line is, I think, you know, health, family health, personal health, you know, surely trumps everything else.
0: We spoke last week about Diwali. You weren't able to be with your parents for Diwali. Other religious festivals have happened during lockdown. Eid, for example, Muslim communities weren't able to get together. What would you, how would you feel, personally, if they said, oh, well, it's Christmas, let's let everyone get together for Christmas, when other religious festivals missed out?
1: I, I think with, with everything, you know, we've, you know, as members of the community or the government, obviously, are listening to the kind of experts. So, you know, although, you know, we couldn't celebrate, you know, Diwali like we would, and, you know, although, like, friends couldn't celebrate Eid as they could, I think there, there's an understanding now. That due to um, you know the pandemic and the risk to public health that it couldn't be done, and I think when it comes to Christmas, I think again it's got to be that same, and I'm sure there will be that using that same kind of uh, logic, and you know if there isn't a kind of health risk, then it'd be great because it would be so nice, I think for all of us to see family and, you know, have a little bit of um, normality.
0: Professor Martin Michielis is a virologist from the University of Kent. He's been on the podcast quite a lot during the pandemic and has given us his thoughts on this issue too.
2: Christmas is clearly a very special and iconic time of the year. Uh, And people are asked to make sacrifices. And sacrificing Christmas would be really a big ask now um of course the numbers in kent are very worrying at the moment because they're still increasing although we have been in lockdown for a while and it is quite breathtaking at which speed this is happening um it also needs to be said that we don't have christmas yet so there are still five six weeks to go and um the 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 effect of the lockdown Uh, um, take some time to really signal through. And now we are in this situation and suddenly it dawns upon us that that might ruin our Christmas. Um, There's no easy answer to that. But from a biological point of view, we really have to learn to control the spread of the virus, whether it's Christmas or any other time of the year.
0: And finally, let's hear what some of you think in Maidstone.
3: Well I've been isolating anyway, I'm a carer for uh, somebody in the family so I've been isolating and doing what I need to do, if it continues to do it then if they tell us to do it we'll do it.
1: We've all been in this situation for nearly a year now, so if whatever happens, happens. You know. Can't do anything
4: about it. I hope that the government lets us be wise and get a balance because I think it's really important mentally and emotionally, especially when we've got others too, um, that we spend time together where we can be distanced to an extent, but I think I think that's really important, especially at Christmas time.
5: I don't think we should be allowed to have the Christmas. We should let go of it this year, have it next year. You know, it's it's pointless if you're gonna be or meeting at home where there will be people at, you'll pass on to me and we're all in playing again so we'll lose out, business lose out, everyone will lose out.
0: Well, you can join the debate and let us know how you feel about the whole Christmas thing by voting in our poll at kentonline.co.uk. So far, the vast majority say they're prepared to miss out on seeing family this festive season. Now, we've also been hearing today from uni students in the county as a national survey shows two in three have suffered from mental health issues during the pandemic. Some of them say they're worried about spreading coronavirus if they travel to spend Christmas with their family. We've been chatting to University of Kent students, Maybelline, Michelle and Aisha.
5: I think it's a big logistical challenge for them to hope to test as many students as they claim. Um, So I'm interested to see how that will work. But I don't know if the travel corridor isn't a great idea in practice because it seems to be congesting everyone traveling home so everyone's traveling home at the same time and public transport's going to be overwhelmed um, and that's going to make social distancing incredibly difficult so I would have preferred if universities could individually just go home when they ended rather than telling everyone to go home um, within this week but we'll see uh,
4: uh, and um, uh, Michelle I understand you're, you're from Hong Kong is that right
3: yeah I'm from Hong Kong so, so how so are you the-
4: how are you What what's it how are you feeling about having to obviously going home
3: um so currently Hong Kong to come to go back to Hong Kong from the UK you have to have a two-day COVID test like a COVID test within the two days that you land and after that you then have to quarantine for two weeks so it's looking a bit long for me but I do understand obviously UK is very high risk right now and that's why there's extra precautions for when going back but for me it's a bit different because um I wouldn't be taking public transport just for my own health and I feel like f- um because of that then I feel a lot safer in a way because my contacts a lot less but obviously that's a very special circumstance because I um yeah I wouldn't for my own health reasons.
4: Students are supposed to test negative before being able to go. Are, are you concerned at all about the, the, the potential of, of the virus spreading when so many students suddenly leave? I mean, you guys will be leaving Kent and going outside of the area. Um, are you worried about that potential spread with so many students leaving all at once?
5: Definitely. Yeah. and especially considering it's going to be lockdown ends and then this happens and then christmas and there's talk of a second eat out to help out so all of these things it seems like there is a potential for a, a lockdown in january which is sad yeah. but it's it's not looking good
3: yeah and i worry about not being able to come back for uni as well if there's a second lockdown or whatnot because i wouldn't i don't think my mum personally would not let me go from a country that's been quite well, ha- handling lock COVID quite well, back to here just for education, especially if it's all online, which means I'll have to miss out on a lot of things like being with my housemates or even seeing certain friends that might be leaving after this year.
4: I mean, the, the, this lockdown, it's, it's planned to end on the 2nd, but it's not been ruled out that it could be extended. Are you worried about not being able to go home at all at Christmas?
0: I personally am not able to go home at Christmas I don't think that risk is is worth it really especially because um, both of the households that I'd be traveling between involve a clinically vulnerable person and so I I do think that a lot of students will be in that position where they are having to stay at university for the entire Christmas period anyway and so I'm fairly confident that the university would have the structures in place to support us but I do think that once it becomes, um, once it goes from the 200 students that are usually here at Christmas to potentially 20,000 people who are going to be stuck in lockdown at University of Kent, it does become a massive issue in terms of the resources that they can give us. Kent Online News. Other news today and an emergency meeting is being held to address the increasing number of coronavirus cases in Swale. The area has the second highest infection rate in England and latest figures show Sheppey East has recorded more positive tests than any other district ward in the country. The council say it's concerning and they've invited representatives from the police, KCC and prison service for urgent talks. Maidstone Hospital meantime is introducing stricter rules on visits and Amid concerns over rising numbers of COVID-19 cases. From today, visitors will only be allowed in a small number of circumstances, such as to see patients receiving end-of-life care. A man's died following a house fire in Folkestone. Emergency services were called to a property in Appledore Crescent yesterday morning. It's thought the fire started accidentally. A new study has revealed the worst place in Britain for air quality is in Kent. Pollution near the Dartford Tunnel approach road north of Bean is higher than anywhere else in the country, according to groundbreaking data published by scientists. Levels there are more than double the World Health Organization's recommended guideline. We're told work on a £20 million building at a school in Canterbury is on track to be completed in January. The -the state-of-the-art new teaching block at Simon Langton Girls Grammar is replacing old ones that weren't fit for use. You can see pictures of the progress being made at kentonline.co.uk. And a cruise ship that's been in the Thames near Gravesend for more than seven months has set sail for a new home in Gibraltar. Columbus became a familiar sight on the river after being forced to moor up in Tilbury when The pandemic hit. The boat was sold after the company that owned it went into administration in July.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: Football, Angelingham's tough run of games continues tomorrow as they welcome Charlton to Priestfield. The visitors are sitting fourth and have won their last six league games. Meantime, the Jills haven't taken any points or even scored against any of the leading sides so far this season. Well, we've been speaking to Jills forward Vardane Oliver about the mood of the team ahead of tomorrow's game after some wins earlier in the month and the potential of fans returning to the stadium.
4: You can see it in training. Everyone's lively. You've got likes of trays on fire at the minute in training obviously scored a couple of goals as well. Jordan assisted, you know what I mean? And look at the back line, look strong, Mags, um, Jack Tucker, everyone's performing, Jacko, like everyone's really kind of on form and I think this week showed it again. Um, like like I said, with the training stuff we've done, everyone looks bright, everyone looks sharp. Um, so I think, yeah, I think we're all ready for this. We've got a good kind of mix of what we have attacking-wise, do you know what I mean? We've got the likes of Trey who can cut in, who's got really lively feet and get in behind. You've got Jordan who's also got great feet and great delivery, do you know what I mean? Probably best delivery in the league, do you know what I mean? And then we've got Dom who can play off the shoulder, he's a bit fox in the box. And then you've got me and John who can occupy a defence, do you know what I mean? Like, all, all of us have all got our kind of, um, kind of ways of affecting a game um, and I think it's vital for a team you need that. You can't just have one person doing one job and then you expect to, that person just to win your game. You need that kind of mixture um, and I think it works for us. It's, it's almost that like extra man on the pitch when you've got fans there. Um, a lot of the time when your chips are down and things don't seem to be going right for you, that the fans can give you that little extra boost, that little lift. Um, and it'd be great for them, you know I mean? It's been a hard kind of time for everyone up and down the country. Across the world, obviously, what we're going through is, it's difficult. I've still not had that full-on taste of what it's really like to play for the club. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, hopefully. Um, Next month, there's, the, there's a change and, and we can do that.
0: Kick-off tomorrow is at one o'clock. You can follow at Kent Online Jules on Twitter for regular updates. That's it for today. But you can also subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to subsaver.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.